Hey, welcome to the Unchurched Podcast, where your hosts, Michael and Sean, discuss issues of church, life, and religion. No subject is off limits, and our honesty and humor drives our discussion. We welcome you to sit in on the conversation and laugh with us as we challenge serious things. So pour your drink, kick your feet up, and let's get started with the show. Hopefully you had a great weekend and um, you've enjoyed your family, your time and all that. And it's our midweek episode. So I'm coming back on again. Solo, but got some interesting thoughts that I want to share with you. And hopefully you can rock with me for a little while. Um, I was having a conversation with the wife the other day. I don't think it was Sunday. It might have been Sunday. You know, she said to me, you know, I really miss I don't want to go back to church, but I do really miss worship. And we've talked about this over and over again. Uh, She and I have gone over some of the things that we missed or whatever. Um, But, of course, it got me to thinking again. And so I wanted to come on here and share some of my thoughts and, you know, what I think and how I feel. And I think that, you know, it's a it's a good thing to go back and uh, check the emotions and kind of give myself a, 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 a pulse check uh, to see, you know, hey, I, do you still feel the same? Do you still think the same? You know, um, which direction do you want to take your family, you know, going forward? You know, I truly believe that uh, we're all a work in progress and there's nothing wrong with changing your mind. Actually, it's a very healthy thing, especially when you're wrong, right? Um, all that to say, hell no, we ain't going back to church. <laughs> uh, no, but uh, in all seriousness, I. You know, she's a worshiper. She uh, loved to to sing and to be up on stage and lead people into worship and stuff like that. And and that was always a a very super cool thing. Um, Actually, one of the reasons why I fell in love with her. So uh, I know it's an important thing to her. And um, and I remember when we first left the church, uh, there was a guy who didn't he didn't belong to our church, but he was affiliated with us. Um, through some family members and um, he called me one day and he was like man don't don't let her lose her worship don't let her lose her uh, you know her voice and on and on and on and all this stuff about uh, you know her passion and on and on blah 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 and I remember at the time you know talking to him about her passion and her love of singing, her love of worship, and flat out just saying, like, well, you know, her worship is not my responsibility. You know, she has to, uh, (laughs) I know that sounds harsh, (laughs) but honestly, it's the way that I, you know, I was thinking back then. It's like, you know, hey, if she wants to, 
go worship somewhere, she can go worship somewhere. If, if she wants to do it in the kitchen with the music going, she can do that. She doesn't have to lose it. And, um, and if she did lose her desire to worship, it wouldn't be my fault, you know. It was a mutual decision of ours to leave the church when we did. Um, it was a, you know, mutually, uh, we agreed. We were in full agreement when we finally did leave. So, you know, it got me to thinking, like, yeah, you know, would it be okay every now and then to do a little pop in and um, maybe go do some worship someplace? And, and honestly, we have. Uh, it's been a long time. <laughs> Actually, it's been a few years since we've done it. Um, but in the beginning, when we left, uh, we did do some pop-ins. You know, we'll go somewhere and sit down and, and listen to worship or, or, you know, participate in worship and then sit through the message and all of that stuff. And we actually, you know, courted a few different churches. Um but none of them obviously were a fit or right for us, our family. So we stayed home. And I think one of the most important things for us was making sure that we maintained our relationship with God through sitting at home. You know, like we still read our Bibles and pray and worship. And though all of that may look different, these days, obviously, because we're not in the four walls of the church. So it looks very, very different for us. Um, the conclusion to stay out of the church, you know, as even though we haven't necessarily spoken it and put the gavel down and said we'll never go back. Um, that decision has, has been maintained all the way up to this point. Um and if I'm honest with myself, yeah, I, you know, I miss being up on stage playing the drums. You know, I, I, I drummed. I drummed. <laughs> I, I do miss playing the drums. That was super cool. And then when I got off the drums, I started playing the bass. That was awesome, too. I loved playing the bass uh, for the church. It was a lot of fun. I also enjoyed running the sound. In the background, you know, adjusting mics and volumes and all of that stuff. Um, all of that stuff was cool to me as well. Um, I guess I've gotten to a point where I can I can still say that I don't need it. And that it's okay not to have it. You know, I, I look at it like. You know, I've always maintained that, you know, I, I love to end my night with a cigar and some booze, a nice glass of whiskey. But I said if every, if anything ever happened to my body to where I couldn't take whiskey anymore, I would let it go. If I had to choose between whiskey and cigars, I would let the whiskey go, hands down, without a doubt. And, uh... And I can remember with nostalgia the taste of whiskey and still be totally fine no longer having it. You know, 
I know the two are not even in the same class. Don't judge me. That's that's what I'm thinking about. It's late at night while I'm doing this recording, and I'm thinking about going outside to smoke a cigar and have a glass of whiskey before I go to bed. Uh, anyway. You know, I, I truly believe it's okay to miss it. It's okay to miss it. I've got no problem with missing it. Um, it's okay to look back on the fond memories that were there with some of the people, right? Um, but but even with that, I've I've had to really challenge some of my old religious mindsets. You know, being outside of the church, because you know I was always taught that you know that God didn't like church hopping. <laughs> I know it's a weird thing to be taught, but it is something that we were taught. You know, growing up in denominational church, they didn't like that church hopping stuff, and that's literally what they called it, church hopping. <laughs> you know, the last church that we went to said, you need to stop court and settle down and get married. You know, make a covenant, not only with God, but with the house of God. And I've had to challenge that mindset because that shit ain't even scripture, yo. <laughs> uh, the covenant that we have with God is through faith in Jesus Christ. We've said it over and over again. Not with, you know, the church. Not with the four walls of the church. That doesn't make or break you. You know, it just doesn't. Communion that was celebrated the Last Supper wasn't done in the temple. It was at somebody's house, right? The table with the 12. It wasn't in the building. Jesus fulfilling the Passover feast during the Last Supper, as we call it. Obviously, Scripture doesn't call it the Last Supper. Mind blown. I know some of you are mind blown right there. Uh, it's actually called the Feast of Passover. Jesus fulfilled it, of course. Um, uh, demonstrating that you know it's really about his body and his blood um, that would be broken and the blood that would be shed for us that was outside of the church a uh, majority of the miracles that were done you read through scripture all done outside of the church um, outside of the temple you know uh, so for the church to teach, you know, that church hopping, if you will, uh, is, is a bad thing or not a healthy thing. You know, I've had to challenge that mindset and, and really get over it because you know what? I might want to go sit in at an old school Baptist church and listen to some good old fashioned hymns. You know, you hear the organ play and listen to some shouting music. See some old church mother get up and and dance her wig off. You know, I mean, sometimes I sometimes I'm in that mood. You know, uh, last Sunday night I was sitting down on the patio, my uncovered patio, 
and usually, you know, I'll listen to a podcast or I'll have Rogan on Spotify or something like that. I spent uh, like two hours outside listening to old school hymns on YouTube. It's some of the songs that I forgot. I just, you know, I don't know what I was doing. I think I, because I didn't even have a fire going. I was just sitting out there having a cigar and I got uh, YouTube going. And uh, I don't know. I just had a song. I had a song in my heart and I started singing it. I was like, you know what? Let me play this song. I've forgotten some of the words. I looked up the song on YouTube and then just went down a big old rabbit hole of old school church hymns and it was fun to do it was a good time um i know some of you may say that that's no substitute for you know being in the company of believers and and lifting up your voice together and singing and i say to you i'm not trying to make it be the same (laughs) it's okay for me that i'm missing out on you know that that corporate singing, everybody singing together. And um, and it's just as nice for me to sit on my patio and hear some old school hymns and sing along and smoke my cigar and chill, pat my feet, clap my hands, do whatever I feel like doing on my, on my patio and absolutely enjoy myself. I truly believe, and I've said this before, I just truly believe that that worship is so much more than singing. You know, I, I think it's another failure of the church, of the church's teaching, that worship equals singing. Because the Bible doesn't teach that. I mean, you're talking one facet of a many faceted diamond. Worshiping the diamond. Uh, there's so many different facets to worship. And it goes way beyond just singing. Okay. So. Uh, God, you, once you get that through your head. Um, I, it, it just. It, you, you find a more. Uh, a greater depth if you will. To worship. Now, believe me, I love the whole singing and the music and everything, but some folk can't sing. You know, it doesn't sound good for a lot of people to be up there trying to sing. At at our old church, we used to let them get up there and sing, but we would just turn their microphone down so you couldn't hear them in the speakers. Well, (laughs) that's definitely one way of doing it. So you don't offend somebody saying, hey, by the way, you suck. Get off the stage. Uh, the fact is, is there there's plenty of people who who can't sing. And, you know, and some people just kneel. As the, mu- the music is going on and they just have an awareness of Christ, his presence at that moment is not singing at all. It's still worship. Um, yeah, maybe once Sean comes back, we'll do an episode on just worship and talk about it a little bit deeper, um, so that you can see what I'm talking about, or at least my 
you know, my perspective on it a little bit deeper, a little bit more when I'm a little bit more well prepared. Anyway, I mean, my point is that I don't have a problem with going here or there to go check out a service and be part of worship, um, get my fix, and then, you know, go take my ass back home. <laughs> I probably won't grace the doors of another church for a while, you know. I got a good fix at, um, at mom's funeral. Um year and a half ago or so almost two years ago actually in October um we're there and you know that side of the family they're Baptist and boy oh boy just the organ going and all the singing and people belting out these this stuff that I haven't heard I mean they were singing songs that I ain't heard since I was a kid and it was like, oh my God, this is awesome. I was I was literally in heaven. I could not believe, like, I can believe it, actually. These are songs that they sing all the time because they still stuck back there in that time. They haven't really progressed with the times. But to hear, you know, that music was still very nostalgic for me. And it's like, okay, I get why you're still singing this. And your whole congregation can get up and sing it, even though I haven't heard this song in 30 years, uh, you know, since I was a kid. So, you know, you, you get your fix where you can get it, <laughs> if you will. You know, if you want to, you can go for it. I don't see any problem with it, folks. And, and to be completely honest with you, I don't think that, you know, you're if you're unchurched right now and you decided to go to church tonight and go sit in somebody's Wednesday night service. I don't think you would be you know, at least you wouldn't be getting judged by me for sure. You get no judgment from me and um, and I wouldn't consider you to be, you know, practicing any hypocrisy either just because you're on church doesn't mean that you can't you know go back and and have some fun every now and then and uh i'm all for it do what you got to do i think for me a, a a lot of what you know will still keep me out is the fact that it's just so much doctrinally that I disagree with that I would have a hard time sitting through a whole service I'm that like a nerdy bible guy that won't shut up I'll be sitting there next to the wife elbowing her telling her that's not true that's false that's not right don't listen to that. <laughs> you know I just that's just the way my mind works because I'm going to listen. I'm going to pay attention to everything that you you've got to say. And uh, I'll just tell her I won't tell anybody else. So if you're up there preaching, don't <laughs> don't be intimidated by me. I'm only going to tell my wife that you just said something false. I'm not going to tell anybody else. I might tell you on this podcast, but maybe just in a funny way. I don't know. So, 
Yeah, for me, I just I wouldn't want to go back because, you know, even just the worship aspect of it is still what? Like a third of the service is, uh, you know, the singing, singing and the music. You know, I'd have just these days I would have a hard time giving up an hour and a half of my life to go sit there and be miserable. Or not be miserable, but be unentertained, if you will. Not that I need to be entertained in service. I would just be unentertained. So, I personally would rather sit down and read for myself and study a particular passage that I want to look into and nerd out and take as much time as I want to. And while I'm walking away to put my Bible away or walking to get my Bible, I can sing me a song and that could be my worship time. And when I'm sitting outside with my cigar on my patio, I can look up at the sky and talk to my God. And talk to my Savior who saved my soul. And be totally content with that, uh, that aspect of relationship with him. So, different strokes, man, for different folks, for sure. Um, you know, I, I'd say go ahead and go for it if you want to go back. If you want to go just to listen to the music and then dip out after that, more parts to you. Ain't nothing wrong with that either. I've known people, I, 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 w- I went to church with people that you only saw them during worship. <laughs> After worship was over, they they gave their tithes and then they walked right out the door. And then I went with I went to church with a lot of people that were just the opposite of that. They didn't come in until after the worship was done. You know, after all the music and singing was done. <laughs> Even after the offering was taken up, then they come in just for the preaching because that's all they wanted for that day. And I'm telling you, folks, man, I used to judge them because that's what I was taught to do. I was taught to judge them for that. But those people had something that, you know, I've now recently found. That it's okay. You don't have to be condemned because you want to go in just for the worship and then dip out. And you're not condemned if you just want to go in for the word and then dip out. It's all good. You can do whatever the hell you want to do because neither one of those things will separate you from the love of God or cause you to be rejected by him. It just won't. At the end of the day, it's just a building. (laughs) That's it. It's a place to gather. One place to gather. And you know what? As adults, we can pick and choose where we want to gather. It doesn't have to be there in those four walls. It could be in your living room. It can be in the library. It does not matter. It's just a place. It's just a place. And once you realize that, there's a whole lot of freedom to be had. And, um, you know, let those mindsets... You know, just die. 
just let them go away. Let the old things go and, and, and reach out for the stuff that's new. I'm telling you, you can have just as intimate or even more of a relationship with God being outside of those four walls. But whatever you choose, you choose. And you get no judgment from me or Sean or anyone else that has anything to do with this podcast. So anyway, just wanted to share those thoughts with you tonight. Just a shorty. Um, Hey, if you miss it, go check it out. If you don't, then chill on out. It's all good either way. So we'll end it with that. Let me know what you think in the comments. Uh, Go ahead and like us and share us. We appreciate that. Uh, Check us out at unchurchedpodcast.show. And our Twitter and Instagram is there. And you can follow us, like and share us there. And we appreciate it so much. Thanks for listening. Thanks for hanging out with us. We're going to keep this bus rolling. We'll catch you later. Peace.